Coming up next on the Jeff Crilly Show, you're going to meet a family nurse practitioner, and she's going to teach us all how to live a healthier lifestyle. Her journey just ahead. Many are predicting that the worst is yet to come, which is unfortunate, said one person here. Until now, they've enjoyed the reputation of being the nation's icebox. Watched a burglar in his home this morning by webcam. As a journalist of over 25 years, stories are what make my world turn. Reporting live from the Dallas Newsroom tonight, Jeff Crilly, Fox 4 News. But in 2008, I took the jump from my familiar life and started a PR firm from my home. We're talking about anyone with a camcorder like the one I'm using becomes a television network. We started slowly growing the company and we now have over a hundred clients and we've branched into the world of live digital broadcasting. I now own eight different TV studios and have a huge team. And the stories that I now get to share are sometimes the most important of my life. Life has a funny way of coming around full circle. This is the Jeff Crilly Show. I don't know about you, but sometimes I have a healthy habit and I'll get in the zone and I'll be laser focused. And then sometimes I'll kind of fall off the wagon and I'll have an unhealthy lifestyle. And the next thing you know, I wake up and I, I weigh 20 pounds more. To talk about a healthy lifestyle, Christine Callender with Pure Health Texas. Thanks yes, for coming on the thank show. Thank you so much for having me on. I'm excited to be here. Yeah. Well, I want to hear your journey, first of all, because I read on your website that mm -hmm. even as far back as you can remember, you yes. were always kind of fascinated with health. I have been, and my healthcare journey really started with my parents. My mom is a physical therapist. She's now retired and gets to play grandma every day, so that's fun. And then my dad's been in medical sales his whole career, and so they really introduced me to medicine and I think probably drove some of my passion for that. Um, but I also grew up in California, and so one of the sunshine states. So we spent a lot of time outside, really active, and not a lot of time just sitting and playing video games, though we did have our days doing that as well. And I think that also kind of helped drive my passion for being active and staying outside and staying fit and healthy. And you recently made the bold move of kind of going out on your own. So talk to us about yeah. Pure Health Texas. Thanks. So um, Pure Health Texas is kind of... Um, an exciting endeavor for my family because I've never worked on my own. I've always had some sort of employment. Even as like a high school kid, I was a lifeguard. And so I've had a job of some sort working for somebody else pretty much since I was 15 years old. And so stepping out on my own and being self-employed is definitely a journey that is exciting and nerve wracking all at the same time because there's a lot of excitement that goes into it, but there's that uncertainty of like, is this going to work? And am I going to be able to provide for my family like I have in the past? Absolutely. So it was um, kind of late December that I decided that I was going to quit full-time employment and step out on my own. And God's been faithful. And so far, things are going great. Congratulations. We've got your website. We're going to scroll down the website. And I want to talk to you about how your uh, company differs from others in your space. So being a family nurse practitioner, I was a nurse first. So anybody that has nurse practitioner in their title is going to typically have gone through nursing school and worked as a nurse for at least a handful of years before they went back and became a nurse practitioner, which is a master levels de degree. And so I, as a nurse, we're very personable. We take care of you at the bedside. Like we're 
seeing the worst side of you and the best side of you all at the same time, um, doing tasks that most people don't want to participate in. And so I think that gave me a different understanding of patients than what most physicians get going through school, just because they get a lot of great knowledge and insight, but they're not necessarily taught how to be personable with people. And so being a nurse practitioner, I feel like in general, most nurse practitioners have a little bit better bedside manner with people and connect on a more relational level than what a doctor would do. And so um, being a nurse practitioner, I can diagnose and I can treat, so I can write prescriptions. So if you're sick, I can do that. Um, but I really get to know you and get to know your lifestyle. And so we try to come up with lifestyle interventions that are feasible for you and your family. And the reason I like being a family nurse practitioner is I like taking care of the entire family unit. And so that was one of the biggest things that I changed when I branched out on my own was I went from working in a pediatric office to working with full families. So I have itty bitties. Tomorrow I have a newborn visit with a two day old. Um, and then I also care for parents. So I'll get, I care for the whole family unit, which and is exciting. And Christina, it struck me as uh, unique that you still make house calls, which yes. I don't know that every, uh, you know, nurse practitioner does, do they? No, I, I don't think there's that many that do. When I've talked to some of my friends about it that are also nurse practitioners, they're a little scared and mm -hmm. wary of going into people's homes. Um, I normally don't do that as like a first time thing. I know most of my patients before I do a house call for them, but a lot of times it's easier than dragging your sick kid into a you know healthcare sure. provider's office is to just be like, well, we're gonna let them lay on the couch while we examine them. And so I'll do house calls for sick visits from time to time. And then for my newborns, I try to keep them out of the office, even though the office is pretty clean mm -hmm. um, because of the number of patients I see in a daily basis, there's not a long waiting room time, but I'll still go to the house to try to protect them and keep them in their happy little nest. I was on your Facebook page and I found a really cute picture. We're going to put this up and I want you to describe. So the little girl didn't want to get out of the car seat. Is that what happened? So, and it's actually her little sister's car seat. So okay. She didn't even fit in the car seat anymore, but she was really frightened about being examined. And a lot of times you can get a better exam when you meet a kid where they're at. So kids are typically frightened of all the equipment and the fact that, you know, a physician's office or a medical provider's office looks a little scary. And, um, you're poking and prodding and looking in their ears and having anything put in your ear doesn't feel great. So it's like, oh, hold on, let me kind of hide in my comfy place. Well, her comfy place was hiding in her sister's car seat. And so she was kept retreating into the car seat. And I was like, well, I'm not going to get a good exam fighting you and having you scream. I'll just come to you at the car seat. So. I think that's awesome. And in, in medical school, they don't teach bedside manner. So does yeah. that come from mom or dad or have you always had this gift? I think that kind of goes along with being a nurse before a nurse practitioner and just being able to meet people where they're at and maybe just some of that being God-given passion for people. That's really cool. And I think one of the things that she's uh, she does is she eats her own cooking. So the <laughs> advice that you're giving your patients, you take yourself. So we've got another picture and I want you to tell us, that's you? That's me. Um, so that is the <laughs> one and only actual CrossFit competition that I've been involved in. And it was a team competition. So you can see my teammates in the background. Um, and then I did uh, Camp Gladiator for a while. And so this is during a Camp Gladiator competition where and you can see I'm barefoot because my shoe broke. Uh, and so, um, oh, you've got pictures way back. So this is my youngest who's now eight and a half and she's about two at the time. Um, and so she had to come to the gym with me. And so in this case, it was coming to a Camp Gladiator workout that was hosted in the mall because of bad weather. Sure, and she's got a lot of different videos on her Facebook page. This is one of my favorites. All right, this is Christine Callender, the CG trainer here with my Central Market Camp. And they are out here doing some fill the cup. 
So check out what they've got going on this spring. Some fill the cup team workout here, starting their spring training off right, getting some power skips in. Fill in the cup, fill in the cup, getting back team workouts, nice high five, team pass off, going again. Looking good, getting their spring training in. We'd love to have you come join us for spring training with Camp Gladiator. Message me for more information. We'd love to see you out here. All right, I want to know more so about funny. that. Now, how, like, what time in the morning was that? So it was a 5.30 workout group. So um, I would get up and typically get out to the Central Market parking lot at about 4.30, 4.45 in the morning and get the workout set up. Um, that morning in particular, we were doing fill the cup, as you heard me say a couple times. But it's a team workout that every time you made it to the end, you would get a popsicle stick and you'd have to take it back. And so at the end, we would see of a, you know, given set, amount of time, like 15 minutes or 10 minutes, depending on the situation, we'd see which team had more popsicle sticks yes. in their cup. And then that team got out of whatever the next kind of torturous punishment workout, sure. like an extra lap of running or something like that. Well, I said at the top of the show that I've been in healthy habits and then unhealthy habits. And mm -hmm. I remember a time when I got really focused on, I'm going to get in top shape and I would meet my personal trainer at mm -hmm. the park every single morning at seven o'clock. And at first I dreaded it and then I started to look forward to it. So yeah. what is the secret to developing a healthy habit? So I, the first step is just doing it. A lot of times we have to force ourselves into those happy, healthy habits, whether it's changing what you're eating or changing your exercise routine or going to bed a little bit earlier. To, to start it, you just have to force yourself to do it. If I want to drink more water today, I have to pick up that first cup of water and drink that first cup of water. If it's, hey, I need to go to the gym, then it's getting up and saying, I'm going to go. And your workout that day might not be great, but you got up and you went to the gym. Um, I do a lot of my workouts from home now just for timing with three crazy kids at home and running a business. And um, the workout group I follow, one of their big mot mottos is better than nothing. And so getting up and doing something is better than nothing. And I love that motto because of the fact that even if I know that I'm exhausted, I'm not going to go all out for my workout today. If I got out and did it, it's better than not doing anything. So it's better than nothing. Absolutely. I know your faith is very important to you and so is your yes. family. We've got some pictures of your family. Okay. What are we looking at here? Oh, okay. So um, top left is my husband and I, and that was pre-kids. And I want to say that we were in Dana Point Harbor in California. So I grew up in Southern California, so Dana Point was a big part of my childhood. And so we went back there a few summers to just kind of vacation and enjoy life. Then the middle one is a ski trip. I think that was might have been pre-kids too, based on the jacket color. And <laughs> I'm like, okay, the green jacket was a few years back. Um, and I'm a snowboarder. My husband is a skier. I tried skiing once since we got married and it did not go over well. I can make it down the hill just fine on a snowboard. You strap two things on my feet and I'm going two different directions. 
Um, this is my family. So this is a more recent photo. It's from fall of 2022. And that's my now 14-year-old, eight-and-a-half-year-old daughters in the middle. And then our son, Case, is 11. It's a beautiful picture. In fact, it, it's one of those pictures that you would see in a frame. <laughs> like if you bought a frame, it would have yeah. that picture in there. It looks like, a, you know, like a almost a staged photograph. But it was yeah. a beautiful picture. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think that was that made the Christmas card. Right, it was a popular picture. Tell us about how your faith and your family kind of shapes who you are. Um, so my faith definitely shapes a lot of who I am, not just personally, but even professionally. And as a family, my husband's actually a pastor at Preston Baptist Church. So he's in charge of men's ministry and missions. And he has a fancy title. I think it's global outreach or something like that. But um that's Prestonwood's actually what brought us together as a family. Um, I met my husband at Prestonwood Baptist Church in 2003 when I joined the church and decided I was going to find a Bible study class I wanted to attend. And I walked down the main set of stairs going to, at the time, that's where the singles ministry and the youth group met, and they met right next door. My husband was the high school pastor. And we ran into each other, and initially he thought I was a high schooler, and so he was inviting me in, and I'm like, oh, no, 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 I've already graduated, like, done college, like, we're out of that. But thank you, can you just show me where the singles meet? Um, and long story short, he kind of had his assistant at the time that was in the singles class stalk me for my phone number. I love um, that. And then kind of pursued me by asking me to just join group events with the singles group and some other things like that. Wow, I'm a hopeless romantic, so I love stories like that. Um, in the final minute, I wanna talk about, you know, why somebody would consider uh, going mm -hmm. to you rather than, you know, just their general family doctor. Yeah, so it's kind of a complicated question to answer in a couple minutes, but the biggest reason that my patients typically choose to come to my practice is the personal connection that we develop with each other. I, my patients have my cell phone number and they know that they can text me in the middle of the night. They can call me in the middle of the night. It's not something that's going to bother me. I'm not opposed to that. Like I want them to feel like they can reach out whenever they need to. And I want to be that personal connection um, and the person that they rely on when something goes wrong. And then um, I also try to make it a healthcare affordable. So a lot of my patients have alternate insurance plans. So um, a lot of plans that don't cover traditional well visits. And so I try to have my pricing structure such that anybody can afford it. Um, most of my pricing structure includes labs that we need to run. So basic labs for an adult are typically covered in there. But I think the biggest reason people choose to come to my practice is the personal connection and just kind of the, the entire family care. Most of the time when I'm taking care of a mom, I have the three kids sitting on the floor playing with Paw Patrol because uh, that's the bucket of toys that ended up in the office. Um, and we talk to the kids and involve them in, in the process. And um, I'm not opposed to talking over kid chatter and enjoying the children that are in the room at the same time as we're working with the parents on their health and wow. their habits. Well, I know you are truly blessed and, and I, I see big things for your practice. So thank, thank you. you so much for coming on the show. Thank you so much for having me. We're going to end with a website, which is purehealthtexas.com, the great Christine Calendar. Thanks for coming on the show. Thank you so much for having me. That's it for now. We'll see you next time.